Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Messy Walk Podcast, everybody. We are Super excited to be back. Yeah, we're excited. It's been a little while yeah. since we recorded. We sat down. I sat down and I was like, this feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird with this mic all up in my breath. Yeah. I wonder if the mic can smell my breath. I bet they smell bad. Yeah, I guarantee it does. I probably can't smell it because I smell myself all the time. It's like when you <laughs> someone comes in and be like, you smell that? And you're like, you're like my car no, sm- always smell smells that. like that. Right. It's normal to me. My car sm- always what smells like... What episode is this, Graham? 18. 18. Coming up on 20. episodes. And we appreciate you guys listening. We've had a bunch of folks listening and some yeah. folks some folks now listening from all over the place. Um, I met someone the other day from about four hours away. Um, so we're just excited that you would hang out for 18 episodes. You yeah. Know? Or if you're new joining us or whatever, this is episode 18. Episode 18. And we're excited about it, man. It, we're, we actually were just talking about um, yeah. doing some cool stuff here coming up, like on yeah. the having some uh, guest folks on the 25th um, mm-hmm. episode or so, having somebody, a one listener. of our listeners, right, yeah. on the podcast. And then we were just playing around with, testing out, um, doing some stuff with folks through the phone. So doing some um, yep. some guests from that aren't going to be in the studio here with us. But and we have away. like a, you have a mission trip coming yeah, up. Yeah. So we're talking about in maybe. just a few weeks, man. Yeah, calling you and being able to still record while you're in um, the Dominican. Yeah, in just a few weeks, we've got a team from, um, our church headed to and my my and my daughter's going so cool. uh, Valerie and I have been on all of these because we absolutely love it but our oldest child is going on her first one we'll be building houses with um, a local pastor and his church for a family in the Dominican Republic with Casas Por Cristo um, one of our partner organizations and uh, we're going to do some podcast I'm going to call in we're going to do some podcast from there um, which will be cool while we're building the house and so, yeah. Um, I'll make sure that I do that, that I decide to pause and do the podcast at the hardest part of the build, you know, so, so I can, <laughs> when everybody's working hard, yeah. I'll go, you know, talk on the phone. Move the right. cement blocks. Yeah, so you're like, oh, oh, wait, I got a podcast. Dang, so. I got a, Graham just called me. Have a just kidding. We'll do it at night and stuff and uh, <laughs> it'll be fun. We're excited about it. Yeah. So we just talked about some different ways to spice some stuff up yeah. and um, heading into this episode of today. Yeah. And we're super excited and we're always trying to figure out new ways to get the podcast out and. New ways to, we were just talking about how to connect with you guys more, so we're hoping in the near future there will be some uh, ideas that we we uh, produce that will be able to help us interact with you guys and get to know yep. you guys as our community of listeners. But today we're going to be talking about um, kind of the title of our podcast, and we were just chatting, me and Adam using when we sent office, we are like, we're trying to figure out what the next few episodes yeah, of the batch is going to be. Right? You know I mean? It's just, yeah. it, all this is is a... Uh, it's almost like every podcast episode added together is like an elongated conversation, yeah. right? And so it's just a, a a talk, a conversation about faith and about our walk. And, you know, the Messy Walk podcast is because um, we all have messy walks. Yeah. You know, our, this faith walk we walk out is a messy thing. And when I say messy, I mean it's difficult and it's hard and it's painful and we screw up. And yeah. so, it, you know, the original episode, I think we talked about this meandering like – the, the Christian walk looking like a um, a pirate map yeah. where it goes all over the place. It's different places, you know, and you, you could just go in a straight line, but you don't. And so, uh, and that's just our walk. Our walk's just really messy like that. And that's the whole point of this podcast is just to be able to be real about the faith walk and talk about these various things. And 
Um, and as we do, we're spurring each other along yeah. in this walk. We're all on the same walk. So we were talking about this earlier. We're, we're all on, we're all on the same path. We may be walking in a different pace. We may have a different gait to our step. We may be at different places, but we're all on the same path as Christians in this walk. And so, yeah. but it is messy. You know, my walk's quite messy. I'm, I'm sinful all the time and I screw up and I mess up and then things in the world are just hard sometimes. And, um, it's a messy walk that we have. So that got yeah. us, that got us talking and thinking a little bit more as we kind of got back around to that. Um, and this idea that, Graham, you want to say it? Yeah. That Jesus's walk was messy. Now, when I say that, someone's going to open the cracker with their Bible and flip to some scripture and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. he was, he, he was without sin. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree with you there. We're not saying that Jesus sinned. We're just saying that his walk on this earth was one that was messy. Yeah. When we say Jesus had a messy walk, um, I fully believe that he had a messy walk. It's just different than the way that we're talking about our messy walk. Exactly. The actual, the goal is, is for our messy walk to conform more to his messy walk. But it definitely was messy. We were talking through the idea that Jesus is, you know, when we think about our walk being messy, we typically think about it because of our sinfulness. Yeah. Um, but Jesus had a messy walk too. It just wasn't because of his sinfulness. There, there's some things that that happened with Jesus's walk that caused it to be messy and difficult and hard. Yeah. It just wasn't because he was sinful, right? It, 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 there's a lot of things that our walk can have in common with him, except the sin piece. And so, exactly. you know, we're we are not we are saying for sure that we believe. Um, you you can choose to believe however you want to believe, right? It's your choice. But we believe that Jesus was the perfect Lamb, the spotless Lamb of God, who um, had no sin. He who had no sin became sin, so that we could be set free. Um, we believe that fully, but Jesus's walk was quite messy. And we start thinking about Jesus's walk. You realize that there were some, some pieces to it that were difficult, that were hard, that made it messy. And we were thinking about talking through those and seeing how they relate to ours. Um, and so the first one that we want to dive into, which is going to probably take us two episodes at least, yes. um, this first one is the idea that Jesus's walk is messy because he had pain and suffering, right? Jesus had, pain and suffering. And that causes our walk with God to be messy. It causes it to be hard and difficult and strained, you know, strenuous, right? It causes it to be a difficult kind of walk. This is pain and suffering. And Jesus definitely had these pain and sufferings. And so when we first start talking about um, pain and suffering about Jesus, we all immediately just, and I know I do, we all immediately just go to the cross, Right, we immediately yeah. go to Jesus suffered pain and sufferings when he bled and died for us. When he took this brutal, you know, monstrous, murderous beating, um, and then went to the cross and then died this horrible, horrific death, we think of his pain and suffering being just that. But I think that if we talk about Jesus having this messy walk and, and having this pain and suffering, we we're going to get there. We're going to get to the pain and suffering that he endured on the cross. But first, he, his walk was messy because he had pain and suffering because he was a human walking around in this world as well. You know, fully human, fully God. So he's, he, has, he has pain and suffering because he's walking as a human in a sinful world. So because he was in this world, he's walking around and experiencing some of the pain and sufferings way before we get to the cross um, that are hard, that make the walk hard in this life, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I, I think about these a lot. This is this, 
what we're really talking about with this particular piece is the humanity of Jesus, um, the fully human piece, the fact that he's walked through what we walked through, he's lived what we lived, he's experienced, he experienced what we experienced. It's, it's talking about the humanity, the human side of Jesus. I actually find myself thinking about this a lot um, because I identify with it. So I, I find myself being able to sort of wrap my brain around more the human side of Jesus because I have a hard time wrapping my brain around the God side of Jesus. So yeah. um, he, as he walks through this life, it's definitely messy because he is walking through it as a human being in this messy, sinful, fallen, you know, ridiculously messed up world. He's walking through that and he's experiencing those things. And there's so many of those things, right? Like when you stop and you think about it, we jump to thinking about him on the cross, but think about the pain and suffering of just everyday life. Um, like for example, the life wasn't easy that he walked, right? He, he's not born into a wealthy family. Um, he, even just you should go to his ministry. He's walking through, you know, sleeping on the ground, right? That's not fun, right? There's nothing. I don't think anybody would call that. Uh, I don't know if you clarify it as suffering, but it's definitely painful. Um, you know, there were times where, you know, he might be hungry as they're going around getting food as they go. Um, there's definitely times where he's thirsty. There's definitely times where he experiences the pain of being thirsty, being being tired. I mean, he talks about actually needing rest, I mean, you know, that, that humanness of just day-to-day life, um, of those just natural day-to-day pain and suffering things of being a human. I mean, he's it, just those small little pieces. But then think about the, the fact that he experiences all the pain and sufferings of human relationships. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if we think about that enough when we talk about Jesus experiencing pain and suffering, right? He has a messy walk because he also experiences the pain of relationships. I mean, Think about the pain of somebody rejecting you. Jesus experienced that. Yeah, I'm not just talking about the cross. Like we tend to jump to, I know I jump to, you know, the disciples actually, the people that are closest to him in the world, you know, disowning him, run away, hiding from him, Peter betraying him three times, right? You know, um, it doesn't go the full distance with him. But I mean, if you go back earlier in his ministry, there's these moments where you're reading scripture where it's like, and all the crowds left and stopped following Jesus that day. And many of the people stopped following Jesus that day. And so he's got interactions with people constantly who are, um, that he's loving that aren't loving him back. And that hurts. You know, I think we, I think we fail to recognize sometimes how much that had to have hurt Jesus on an emotional level, even though he knew what was going to happen. He knows what's going down. And, and, you know, he tells himself, well, you know, I, I'm, I have a greater purpose here. I'm doing something bigger. And all those things that we tend to do the same stuff, when we understand what's happening, it still doesn't take away the sting of that hurting us. You know, those relationships where people don't love you back. Or or how about this one, where people use you for what they can get from you. And then when they've got what they can get from you, they just move on. Or they see you as a as a means to an end, you know, mm-hmm. and, and – or, or as to get what they want, or they use you as a pawn in their own little game of life, like the Pharisees try to do with him, like every single time he interacted with them. Yeah. Um, and some of those end up differently. Some of those end up where the people realize, oh no, Jesus is what I want, not what I thought I wanted is what I want. But a lot of times he's, you know, he's stuck holding the bag. He's stuck with the hurt, and I mean, I think heartache, or at least pain. <laughs> 
at least sadness of those relationship issues and you know the humanness of other people yeah right i mean we all experience that don't we we experience pain and suffering in this world um that is at the hands of somebody else's humanness even the when i think of it even if you're ever treated like that by another person which we all have yeah you've all been used someone's you can probably think about in your own personal life someone's come up to you before and you didn't know in the moment, but later you're like, wow, I really just feel used for a means. Well, in my own sinfulness, knowing how I would react to that person instead of repaying that evil for good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, when I think of that, I'm like, I know how I would react to that person knowing in my mind, and he knew for sure that he was being used by them and yet not acting sinfully against them in reaction to that. Like that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, think think like about that's... the. I mean, if you read through the scriptures and try to look for the humanity in Jesus, mm-hmm. you will consistently find it. I mean, it's repeatedly over and over again. You'll find these little nuanced moments where you go, "Wow, that probably hurt him. That probably made him feel bad. That probably, you know, um, I don't know. I just I just think of all the little instances where people are telling him he's wrong. People are telling him he's crazy. People are telling him that he's you know, um, not who he says he is, right? Think about the pain of that in our lives, but just that natural pain of, we know who we are. We know where we came from. We know where we're going. We know what God's called us to do. And people walking in going, no, you're not. No, you don't. You can't do that. That's not who you are. Jesus had people telling him, you're not who you say you are multiple times or questioning, you know, you're, you're the son of God. I don't think so. I mean, Think about I don't obviously we don't this was not said directly to Jesus so he didn't hear it um, but I'm sure he felt it when you get the disciple going the other one and he's like Nazareth what good can come from Nazareth right I mean he's talking about you know nobody good comes from that place and so it's 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 uh, attacking his home it's attacking where he's from you know all these things there has to be some recognition of Jesus in feeling. And walking through the same human condition we do, which definitely involves some pain and suffering that's not attached to him at the cross. That's just attached to him walking and living a life in this world. I mean, for sure, that's the case. Hmm. And I think that that we've got to understand that Jesus had a messy walk, too. He just happened to walk through it not because of his own sin, but because of the fact that he lives in a sinful, fallen world. And there's these human sufferings that happen. Um, even on the basic level, like comforts or like relationships. And I got to tell you, you know, relationship pain has to be some of the mo- some of the deepest pain that there is. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you know, because I mean, I know people who have had um, really tough lives and have experienced some really bad ways to live and some, some comforts that I take for granted in just a, physical sense. So physical sufferings is what I mean. But then those same people have deep, deep emotional scars from relationship issues with their mother and their father and things like that, that cut way deeper than the fact that they had to sleep on the floor until they were 14 years old and didn't own a bed, you know, and the fact that they went hungry. It's those, it's those deeper emotional scars that come from relationships that are really hard. And so that relationship pain is, is hardcore. And I think we got to realize that Jesus's walk was messy too, because he experienced 
all of this emotional relationship pain and suffering as well, just like we did. Um, he walked through and experienced all these sufferings like a human being. And so, you know, in, in John sixteen thirty three um, is where Jesus gives us a couple of promises. He says, in this life you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. In this world you will have trouble. There's promise number one. Take heart, I have overcome the world is promise number two. We forget sometimes that the, there's two promises in that scripture. He promised, hey, look, I got, I've overcome the world. I got it. But he also promised you will have trouble. He's talking specifically about the trouble of living in a fallen world, the trouble of living in a sinful world. This world that we live in is the one he's talking about. I think it's really important to remind ourselves, too, is Jesus isn't saying this talking about some random world. He's talking about the one he's standing in when he says it, that he's walked through this. And this idea that Jesus knows this world is going to have trouble He's not just saying it from a standpoint of, I know because I'm God. He's saying it, I know because I've walked through it. Hmm. Like, I'm saying in this world you have trouble because I have walked through this world and I have had trouble and you will have trouble too. That there is specific trouble in this world that is not tied directly to his crucifixion. It's just human problems, humanness fallen world that we're living and walking in and he's promising you that you will have trouble that's why it's so dangerous when we lead other people to believe when we lead non-believers to believe that when they give their lives to jesus that everything's going to be roses and rainbows and kittens and unicorns it's ridiculous um what we need to kind of tell them is is that everything is rainbows and roses and unicorns and kittens with your soul Right, Your soul is set free. Your soul belongs to the Lord. But in this world, Jesus Christ himself said, I walk through it. You're going to walk through it. You're going to have trouble. And I got to tell you, man, that, that's been where um, one of those things that I continue to go back to in my walk. I probably go back to this thought. Now, I, don't, I want you guys to understand as I'm talking through this that I'm not sitting around thinking about this all the time. Um, it, it's much more subconscious. It's, I'm, it's an, I'm almost not aware of all these. And so when I give you a conclusion like the thing I think through most in my Christian walk, I'm not thinking about that as I'm walking through it. I'm only thinking about that because I'm sitting here right now compiling this idea. Yeah. But I really do feel like as we've talked through it that the thing I come back to more than anything in my Christian walk is that when I walk through something that gets my attention, which almost always involves pain, I go, Jesus felt this. He walked through this. He knows what it's like. God knows what it's like. The God of all universe knows what it's like to be in my shoes, knows what it's like to walk through this world, knows what it's like to, to be me. You know, um, I, had, I had a lady the other day. We have a small group at our church that um, is for parents who have lost children. And the group's got various different, you know, people that have lost grown children, people who have lost little babies, um, breaks my heart. It's just heart wrenching, but it's cool to see the, the family of God come together, you know, and the common, common thing there is Christ, not the loss. But anyway, I, I remember her saying one time that the only thing that got her through was knowing that, um, got her through the loss of her son was knowing that God knew what it felt like to lose his son. There's just something there. And I, my mind goes back to it. My soul goes back to it all the time that Jesus 
does not have sympathy for me. He has empathy. He doesn't just look at me and go, oh, that must hurt. He goes, I know it hurts. You know, I have empathy. I've walked through this life for you, with you. I've stepped through it all. I know what relationships feel like. I know what that looks like. I know what hurt is. I know how hard the world is. I know the enemy working in the world. You know, I know your human condition. I know you struggle staying on track, and I know you struggle keeping your priorities straight, and I've walked through all these things in a human form just like you have. The only difference is, is I've walked through them without sin, you know, and there's something about that that I just go back to all the time. Anything I experience, especially in, if I can kind of be frank, in Christian leadership, you know, in the church, and this this can apply to anybody in leadership, but specifically in the church when I'm, you know, I'm dealing with God's people, not mine, right? I don't have no people. Uh, God's got people. And God's people are nasty sometimes. They're mean. They're hateful. And that whole idea of them, you know, using you for what they can get from you or whatever it may be. Um, sometimes I just want to pout when that stuff happens, you know, and I just want to be like, and sometimes I want to, I want to believe the lie of the devil that tells me nobody can understand this. And then I feel, you know, you ever felt that? Like, you ever felt, you ever felt like, you know, the enemy listening at you going, nobody knows the situation that you're in. Nobody can feel what you feel. Nobody's struggling like you. And I can feel the Holy Spirit combat that and go, Jesus did. You know, like, I, I constantly feel like I want to just pout and I want to be like, nobody understands, you know. And then I can feel the Holy Spirit going, Adam, Jesus understands exactly what you're going through. Jesus has walked through it too. He knows what it is to serve people and who people are. He knows the human condition better than you know the human condition. And you're not alone in that in that part of your walk that is messy because of pain and suffering in this world. Jesus is right there beside you in it. And so there's, there's, there, there has to be an understanding that Jesus is, is empathetic towards it. It means he knows what it feels like and he empathizes in that. He knows what it's like. And it's incredible to me to think of the fact that when I walk through those things and I feel hurt or bothered or betrayed or whatever word you want to use, Jesus knows. It changes my perspective. It it gives me a, a hope because he walked through it, experienced it, and didn't sin. And so it gives me this, this hope of, okay, well, I stand in Jesus. He knows how it feels. He's walked through without sin. I'm going to try. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to push forward to walk through this season without sin. I'm going to try to see these people the way Jesus saw them instead of just pouting because it's been painful, you know, or hurtful. I think it's, it's, it's just really important, incredibly important for us to remember that Jesus has had a messy walk too. And a lot of that, a lot of that happened because of suffering. And a lot of that suffering happened because he is human in a human world, you know, um, I mean, just, just think about the fact that Jesus has walked through what we walk through. And then, like you said, you said, Graham, when we were talking through it, that he is interceding on our behalf at the throne of God. That's incredible to me. So it's not just he's just walked through it. He's also right there interceding, petitioning God on our behalf. So he's, he's, walking, he's walked through it before us. He's done it the right way so he can pay for all of our sin for us. 
He's, he understands it. So he, we got a friend in Jesus. You know why we got a friend in Jesus? Because he's walked through the same crap we walked through. He's, he knows what it is to be a human. And then at the same time, he didn't just end his job there. He's interceding for us on behalf, right? He, he's, he's, he's doing the work for us in between us and God constantly. It's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. And I, I think that our messy walk is supposed to look more like Jesus' messy walk. You know, that's, that's where we have to go back to. Hmm. When I think, yeah, and that's a crazy thought to me whenever me and Adam were just talking about it before we were recording is what grace, when I think of it, what grace I'm given, even for every single word of intercession that Jesus gives on my behalf. And that like that still like he is fighting for his people. You know, yeah, like that is like you, I think, I think some people want to stop at like cross. He ascended. Great. Let's wait for him to come back. Well, you're right. But what is he doing right now? Yeah. Like, where's your faith in, in what he's doing right now? And so when I think of that, it's like, well, not only did Jesus live a sinless life in the likeness of flesh, right? In flesh, but he still intercedes for me and understands that still pain working. like that. Yeah. Like what, what love to understand the pain of the humans as well of his, his people and to intercede on that. Yeah. On their and then, behalf. you know, to understand the pain of humans, to do something about it. So to be the fix and then to still be working on their behalf all throughout. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. And that's the love that Christ has for us. And you know, that's the reason why, Jesus has to be the reason why we we continue to walk this walk of faith, um, even though it's hard. Right? There's a greater reward. There, there, there's there's something much bigger. There is a person who has flat out no way to put it. He has earned it. You know what I mean? And not to say that, not to even imply that he would have to earn it from me, but he has definitely he has. He has completely bought and paid for not just my life and my my soul, but he has bought and paid for my allegiance. He has bought. I'm going to keep walking this walk. That's 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 maybe maybe this is the way I should say it. I'm going to keep walking this walk, even though I keep falling off a trail and bumping into trees and tripping. I'm going to keep walking this messy walk because he is worth it, and he has saved me. He has called me. He has walked through the same crap I've walked through. He's still interceding on my behalf, right? Even though he's paid for all the sin, he's still working. He is worth it. So I'm going to keep bumbling through this thing called faith because at the end of the day, Jesus is worth it. Yeah. You know, he's worth it. And, you know, for everybody listening, um, I don't think you'd be listening if you were pretending like your little, you know, your walk with Jesus was perfect. So I think you know that you're just like us and that it's difficult. It's hard. Um, and there are screw ups. And then even when you're not screwing up, you feel like even when we're not talking about sin, you feel like there's pain in this world and it shouldn't be that way. Um, don't give up hope. Keep walking through it because Jesus Christ is worth it. He is worth it. And I think that that's one of the things we have to just continue to hold on to. We have to go back to constantly that he's worth it. He's working. He ain't never stopped working. He don't know what it is to stop working. Yeah, you know, at, at the interceding on behalf 
you know, of the believer right now at the feet of God. That's the whole point. I mean, he ain't never stopped. He don't know what it is to quit. There's no quit in him. And so if there's no quit in him, there ain't no quit in me. Yeah. Even if my walk seems <laughs> arduous and messy and like that weird pirate map, you know, my walk needs to conform more to the walk of Jesus. His walk was messy too. I mean, in other words, there is going to be pain and suffering. That's that first one. And this idea here that a lot of that pain and suffering is suffering is just coming from his humanness. Yeah. It's just coming from this human condition. That's the idea. Um, but we got we got a little bit more on pain and suffering too, for sure. But just not that. So you know, the first idea is that human condition suffering. Then next episode we get into the other suffering, the mm-hmm. one that I don't need to bring up, the one that every single person in the world, for the most part, if they hadn't heard yet, they will hear, knows about. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks guys for joining this episode of the Messy Wild Podcast. This is episode eighteen. Um, if you do not follow us on our social media, make sure to, we are on Facebook and Instagram. It's just the messy walk podcast. Um, we yeah, also, uh, are on Spotify and uh, both our Spotify and Apple podcasts. So if you are not following us on those, make sure to subscribe or follow. I don't know which one it wants. It's yeah, follow one one to subscribe once follow just something so you can get the updates, get a notification, share it with somebody. If you'd like to, for we'd sure. love for you to be able to share it or whatever. Um, we're just thankful that you're listening and walking this thing with us. For sure. We're praying for you. Pray for you quite often and that you would not give up hope. You would keep pushing forward mm-hmm. in this walk and that we would all be looking a little bit more like the Jesus who walked it perfectly for us. Yeah. We love you guys. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a great week.